Hello, hello, everyone. Amanda Grace here with you today. We got dumped on yesterday in New York. I don't know how else to say it. We had a monster snowstorm, but I got a lot of fun footage with the animals, which we will uh, be putting out. But yeah, we basically got dumped on. I, I don't know what happened. I put up winter decor and the snow came. So, I, you know, I, I don't know how to explain it, but it happened. Uh, welcome to everybody tuning in, coming in from the United States and around the world and our Ark of Grace team. Thank you for helping us do what we do for the Lord. Hello to our moderators. We have Andrew Sorcini here with us. And before I bring him in, I'm going to open up in prayer. And we have a big announcement to mark your calendars. We're going to be putting this out all week, uh, what I'm about to tell you. So let me open up in prayer. And then we will get into the rest of today's broadcast. Father God, in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, we come before you, Lord. We praise you that you are almighty God. You are high and lifted up far above every power, principality, and might. Father, we humble ourselves before you this day, asking you to forgive us of our sins, Lord. Cleanse us of all unrighteousness, Father God. We praise you, Lord, that your mercies are new every single day. We acknowledge you sent your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua, to the earth in the form of a man, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He was the Passover lamb and the sacrifice for our sins. He willingly died at Calvary and purchased us by the shedding of his blood, redeemed us, made an open show and spectacle of the enemy before all of creation. Lord, I praise you that he rose again in three days, ascended back into heaven, took his victorious rightful place at the right hand of the Father, where he rules and reigns forevermore. He is our advocate before your throne, Father God. And we honor that as we come before you this day. Father, we invite your presence, the presence of Ruach Elohim, the spirit of the living God, and the Holy Spirit, the, the counselor, the Ruach HaKadosh, Lord, to fill this place, Lord. Lord, to fill us, to go before us, to lead and guide us in all wisdom, counsel, my power, and the reverential fear of the Lord. Father, by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, by the spirit of the one true living God, may only the truth and power of Almighty God with authority come forth, Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, take all the glory for yourself. Every plot, scheme, contract, assignment, weaponry, blueprint, attack, and strategy of the enemy, satanic agents, dark forces, weak, willing hosts, and the like that would be attempted against us. This broadcast, what you have called us to do, I apply the blood of Jesus and command it be broken, canceled, aborted, destroyed, dismantled, disabled, thwarted, disrupted, blocked, their communication lines disrupted, it bound and cast back to the dry places and areas, Lord, you have designated to be bound there in the name of Jesus Christ and not return or have anything sent in its place. Lord, you are the potter. We are merely the clay. Take all the glory for yourself because you are the author and finisher of our faith, Father God. We praise you this day, Lord. Give us wisdom, Father God. Give us wisdom at a steward what you have given us, Lord, as we go forth in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Amen. Always good to open up in prayer. I see Andrew smiling uh, at the end of the prayer. So, we have a big announcement. I and we're going to be putting this out all week. And if you could, if you could share this um, and 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 like it, that would help also. But this Sunday, January fourteenth at five p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we are doing a night of prayer for the nation and for the Trump family. And this is something that the Lord kind of brought to me. The way it happened, we'll talk about. But this was brought to me to do. Uh, and, and I'm humbled by that. And we are going to have some very special guests with us. It's going to be a power pack night. Eric and Lara Trump are going to be joining us. Alina Haba. We've got Clay Clark, Aaron Antis, and Pastor Jackson Lawmeyer that are all going to be together in, uh, in, in, at Clay's studio. We have Roger Stone, Donna Clement, Robin Bullock, and there's a couple of others. We're waiting for confirmation to come on. This is going to be a power pack night for the glory of God and for the nation. So this is really for the nation and for who God has anointed uh, as leader. And because it's right before the Iowa caucuses, I believe the Iowa caucuses are on Monday, if I'm not mistaken. It's Monday or Tuesday. So literally we're doing it. and and. Um, Eric Trump chose this time to do it. So he asked that if we could set it for the 14th, which is right before the Iowa caucuses. So 
Uh, please share. It's going to be live. It's going to start at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to be putting this out all week, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this. Pray for this event, please, because we need it to accomplish what it's meant to do. It is meant that we come together in agreement to pray for the nation, to, to pray for the Trumps and to pray for what the Lord wants and desires ultimately his will for this nation. Uh, that's what we needed to accomplish here. And so uh, I've been prayerful uh, about this, uh, about who should, uh, how we should all come together for this. So praise God for it. It's going to be live on all platforms. So praise the Lord for that. We will be announcing it all week. It will be on all of our social media. Okay. So let's bring in Andrew now that we've made the big announcement. Yes, it's going to be on YouTube. They're asking, yes, all our platforms, YouTube, Rumble, Facebook, Twitter, it's going to subsplash. It's going to be on all platforms. Okay. Hi, Andrew. Hi, that sounds like it's going to be a major, major event. It's going to be great. You know, Andrew, this fell in my, I'm not even kidding you. I, I did this just came fell in my lap kind of the way the Lord orchestrated this. And this was brought to me. I was like, whoa, this is serious. <laughs> so I have been prayerful about how to do this since this was brought to me. Uh, a, uh, I think it was a couple weeks ago now or a few weeks ago. And so we've been, yeah, I've been praying about and thinking about how to put this together. Wow. It's going to be an amazing event. I'll be sure to check it out for sure. Thank you, Andrew. I appreciate that. Okay, Andrew, let's talk what's going on because we hit 2024. We are in an election year. So what do you what do you see happening right now? What do you see happening in the markets? What do you see happening in the financial areas of the world? What's going on? Well, we're seeing a lot of uncertainty, but one thing that I really do like is that we've actually for the first time ever we've seen gold hold above $2,000 an ounce now for several weeks. It's actually at like $2,026 an ounce right now. It's down from the high of 2149 an ounce. Yeah. But it's the only time in history that gold has ever been over $2,000 an ounce for more than a day or two, which has been really, really great because we know what's happening. We know that, um, that the BRICS nations are coming in. They're, um, they're going to unseat the dollar as a world's reserve currency. We're going to have a gold-backed central bank digital currency. And when you invest in gold and silver, you're already in. When all this happens, you're already in at the ground floor. Yeah. Well, I, something like this, that's where you want to be, kind of. You want to be able to have uh, some control and leverage in the middle of what the BRICS nations are trying to do. I think the Lord's got some surprises in store for them, though. Yes. I really I really believe that. You know, whenever we've seen things like this happen in the past, um, we've always seen some interesting um, turbulence when you see a bunch of nations try to get together. Uh, and a lot of them serve false gods that, you know, that like to to, to squabble. So I, I think there's going to be some interesting, um, we'll say, disagreements, uh, you know, or, uh, you know, kind of some power plays made within those nations joining the BRICS nations. Uh, 100%. And I, I really don't hear anybody say that. But I know that that will happen. I feel I can feel it because it's um, we we know that Russia and China aren't best friends. But right no. now they're like this to to try to take down the dollar. After that happens, and after the dollar when, is no longer the world's reserve currency, then they're going to kill each other off <laughs> when, when it comes to their own currencies. So so it's um, really the the way that we buy things now is being revolutionized and. Um, the, the days of us using currency and coins to be able to buy things with, like at the market, it, it's almost done. So they're going to a digital payment system. Do you think, Andrew, you remember during um, COVID it started and I had never seen these signs before in the United States, but it said coin shortage. Yeah. Please pay with. You know, and all of a sudden this coin shortage happened, like all the coins got COVID and had to be quarantined. And this right. happened and I saw these signs everywhere. Did, did, was that, did it have something to do with this? Was that planned to happen 
in order like there really wasn't a coin shortage but that was put that was put out there that way in order that people would be kind of pushed more not to use cash i i honestly believe that i do yeah. i've seen it at the banks where um, some people will go in and just buy rolls of coins and look for old coins and they've just put uh, they've just put signs on the windows that say coin shortage i've seen it happen at different places like um like a food place called tender greens it's a big chain out here Okay, and, um, and they don't accept cash payments. It, it's just a way to usher in electronic payments, and it's. A, I think it's the natural way to go. I think it's it's inevitable. But for me, um, I still want to be able to have something that I can own outside of the centralized banking system, like gold or silver, and um, and to me, that's important to have that type of privacy. So I think that people out there should take this time, as we um, just passed January first to take a look at your investments and everything that you've worked your whole life for. And, um, and this is a good time to make changes. If, if any, if you deem that any changes need to be made, this is the time to do it because if you wait um, past this time period, you're going to be so buried with everything happening over the course of the year that you'll never do it. So the first of the year is a good time. Yes. And so I want everyone to get your questions ready in chat because Andrew is going to answer all your questions. And I'm going to do something live real time that Andrew is probably going to laugh at me for. But I think it'll be very effective. I'm going to call Chris and I'm going to ask him to go get some of the the uh, silver uh, uh, quarters. And, and I think they're half dollars that we have from you. But I'm going to ask him to go get it for me while we're on so then we can show everyone oh that's a great idea because See, um, th this is live people this is what happens if my husband doesn't answer the phone right now he's gonna get it he's not answering the phone my husband is not answering he's in the house somewhere and he's not answering the phone wait hold on chris can you do me a favor I'm on live with Andrew Sorcini. Can you go get some of uh, those those coins that we got from him? Can you go get some for me in your in your uh, special room? Yeah, the bag. Yes, yes, yes. Can you can you get some of the coins out? Yes, yes. Okay, can you do that now? Okay, thank you. Okay, he's going to do it while we're talking, Andrew. That's okay. Wonderful. All right, good. So we can go on now. Now that everyone is watch my husband wait till the third ring to pick up the phone, we could we can move on with our day. <laughs> so, like in a moment, people are going to be able to see exactly what it is that most people uh, get when they decide to buy silver from us and exactly and explain how you might be able to transact with it and why it's better than other types of silver it's um you know usually we just generally speak of it but people really don't know exactly what it is that we're talking about unless they've done business with us before so i think this will be great yes and with the, the with this type of silver even though like guys, it doesn't matter what investment you make, stock market, silver, gold, if you make a profit on it, they will make you pay capital gains tax on it if you sell it. That's across the board with any investment. But with this particular type, there is less paperwork uh, to fill out. It's basically not tracked yes. as much as other kinds, right, Andrew? Yeah, and th that's actually a, a great point because mm -hmm. sometimes people will call us and they'll say, Hey, I, I want I want to buy the type of silver that that I can invest in where I don't have to pay tax. Well, generally speaking, you do have to buy tax. I mean, pay tax on anything that you make money on. As Amanda yeah. just said, if you went to uh, an estate sale right next door to where you live and you you found some old coins there and you sold them for more than what you paid, technically you have to report that. Yes. The difference is is that um, that's up to you and uh, and. Uh, with the type of gold and silver that we sell, it's not reported on our end. And it's not so that you could not report it. It's just so that you can own something out of the banking system that nobody yeah. else knows about. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and that's a preference, you know, for people, whether they want it, you know what I mean? Whether they want it 
to to not be reported or whether they want something that's got more paperwork that is you know that is kind of tracked a little more so it that that's preference but you know having these at least you you are owning something outside the banking system absolutely and with all the uncertainty that we see in the world um, going into an, ele an election year where we've got at least a couple of wars that we're very well well aware of um, it's just there's a lot of distractions there's a lot of things happening in the world and um and we need to pay attention to what's happening here in the united states as well at the same time and um and we're seeing our dollar get unseated as the world's reserve currency and when that happens those dollars are going to become worth less and when they're worth less then the gold and silver will be worth more than they are now so it's a it's a really easy conclusion to come to so it's important that people understand how this works and reach out either to us or to, to somewhere else and, and get some gold and silver and protect everything you've worked your whole life for. Now, Andrew, let me ask, do you know what year the BRICS nation started forming? Like what um, year did they say, okay, we're going to, we're going to start forming this. Um, I think it was like 2015. I saw okay. that recently. So, um, so originally it was just uh, what the Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, but um, four or five more nations started on the first of this year, which is um, um, the United Arab Emirates and uh, Saudi Arabia, which is um, devastating to the dollar because now, now transactions for oil made between countries that are not United States can now <laughs> transact. Uh in there their, goes our guard dog. Doc doesn't like it. <laughs> the dog doesn't. Cyrus doesn't like the BRICS nations. Everyone, no. he, I don't know. Andrew said BRICS, and the dog went nuts. <laughs> the dog wants a, a, wants everybody to transact in oil using the U.S. dollar. But you uh, know, if you were Cyrus, he'd want everybody to transact in milk bones and dried chicken treats and everything else that's edible. You know, or or some really fancy toy or ball he could play with. Uh, <laughs> But but I'm asking this because it's in the when the corrupt do something, it's very important to look at when they're doing it, the year they're doing it, why they're doing it, who's in office when they decide this. Well, Obama was in office when they decided this in 2015. He was still in office because Trump did not come in till 2016. And now when Joe Biden is now. Now look at the pattern here. It was the last year of Obama's term that they decided to form this, right? In the last year of Biden's term, you now have more nations jumping in. So if you look at the pattern here of when they're doing it, it seems right before an election in the last year, before that election is when you have these nations really making moves, if I'm not mistaken. I, I feel the same way. I think that uh, there's just so much uncertainty right now. I feel like people should should um, be more cautious than aggressive when it comes to their investments. And uh, this is a time to just protect what you have. We've been saying it for three years because we, yeah. we've known what's coming. So many things that we've said that would happen are happening now. I hear there's like 30 more nations now. I've seen a list of about 30 more nations that are joining BRICS. And um, this is this is really happening. The younger people don't want to transact with, with coins and paper currency anymore. Yeah. So ultimately, that's where we're headed. And when that happens, and that means that uh, any transactions that you do are going to be um, under the are going to be like um, subject to to being approved or or not approved by the powers that be out there so it's um we just want to be able to own something that uh, that we've already paid taxes on and have it be outside of the centralized banking system up oh, here it is my my delivery <laughs> hey, Chris. well thank you <laughs> oh my goodness chris you dropped it he's like i'm sorry i dropped it okay i'm a mess here um <laughs> I'm wait, here. wait, here. You want to lean down for a minute? No. They can't see you. Hi, Sandu. How are How you? you? I'm okay. Good. There we go. That's all I needed, Chris. I just needed a few. Really? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm it's sorry. good that he brought that over. People can get an idea. That's probably a $500 face value bag of um, either quarters or dimes. So yes. it doesn't cost $500. 
it's just in 1964 and before that would that bag which weighs approximately 26 pounds would have been $500 in face value but now it's worth significantly more than that yeah here's here we go there's um oh uh Franklin is on it Franklin oh, yeah. is on this one here it is see so so that's what they call a 90% silver half dollar it's yeah. a Ben Franklin half dollar and it's not like when you think of 90%, like I own 90% of something, it uh -huh. means you don't own all of it. Well, with yeah. this, 90% doesn't mean that in regards to the coin. What it means is that that coin, of all the metal that makes up that coin, 90% of it is silver. But 100% of the value of that coin is based on the silver content. So mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if it's called a 90% silver coin. The silver that is in that coin is how the value of that coin yes. is determined. And, and on uh, the back, guess what's there? The Liberty Bell. Yep. Yep, and, and that's prophetic right there, people. I'm just showing you so you can see it. The Liberty Bell, and it's the year. What's the year on this? Hold on, I got to find it. 1963 so, is the year on this particular coin. So the Liberty Bell uh, symbolizes freedom. And yes. when you own gold and silver, that's mm -hmm. you have you're exercising your right for freedom. This is these are dollars that you've already paid taxes on. You um, you're you're basically turning it into a, a type of currency that has been currency for thousands of years. And uh, if you ever need to turn it back into dollars, you can also sell it back to us. We it's a two way market. Yep, it is a two way market. And. You know, I have a bachelor's of science in finance, which which many people out there know. This is why, you know, we if Abraham had silver and gold, right? And David did and Joseph did. And so many of those in the word of God that, that were faithful servants of the Lord, if they chose to have some of this in order to diversify what they had because yeah they had sheep too you know they had oxen they they had cattle they had all you know and, and they had you know different areas of commerce you know because livestock was a big you know commodity back then so if they had it and it's talked about you know in the word of god that they did well then i want to make sure that in a way i'm just using wisdom with what god has given us and diversifying just a little bit now was it always that way no but you know what i used to do i used to listen to people that were excellent in the financial area to gain wisdom so one day when i could get it I would know what to do. So sometimes people watch this, Andrew, and they go, well, I can't afford it, so it doesn't matter. It does. Maybe the Lord's having you watch this because he's going to give you something in order to get, you know, some assets in order to do his work on this earth. And maybe he's having you watch this to gain wisdom to prepare you for it. See, people don't think about that. Absolutely. It's a, it's a matter of just putting one foot in front of the other and uh and doing the next task yeah. and um and for me I, I never would have thought that i would have made a career out of doing this it's um being in the coin business was my first job when, when i was 15 years old wow and, and i couldn't understand why people would walk into the shop and and have like twenty thousand dollars cash and buy and buy gold coins that people some people wanted the new bullion coins some people wanted the older ones and uh, and I would learn later that uh, the older ones are non non reportable and the newer ones are a reportable asset. But either way, for people that are out there investing in gold, they saw the value in owning the currency of the world. It doesn't matter what country you're in. You can take that gold or silver and, and buy something it. anywhere yeah. you go. I, I was in Dubai last week and um, and I didn't have access to be able to send wire transfers to be able to, to buy things. I, I collect old watches. I sell old watches or, or um, like higher end watches, but I needed a way to pay for them. So I took gold with me and I was able to transact using gold. And it, that's the way they've done it for thousands of years. They'll take that in Dubai for sure. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they will absolutely in Dubai take gold. What was your question about the year? Um, yeah. So, I see all the years are different. So I 
made a pile for this is what he did so he knows what years are in what little canisters so okay, this so is the years yep so that's great the, so i think that the 500 dollars face value bag you have there are probably all franklin halves so so just yeah, a little history i think so they started making the franklin half dollar in 1948 and they stopped making them in 1963 so they made them for 15 years Typically, they would have made a popular issue like that for much longer. But what happened was, is that um, in um, in uh, 1963, in November of 63, that's when President Kennedy was killed. And um, since the whole nation was literally mourning the death of our president, they um, stopped making that coin and immediately started making the Kennedy half dollar dated 1964. Yes. And um, those circulate to this day. This one that I got out of this 1950 to 1943 canister has an American Eagle on it. There's the front. Oh, yeah. And the back is, I think it says Liberty. I think it's supposed to be Lady Liberty on it. But yeah, so the back, this is what this looks like. Exactly. That's a that's a walking liberty half dollar. Yes. It's, it's the issue that came out before the um, Franklin half dollar. They made them from about 1916 to uh, 1947. And those actually are worth a little bit more. Sometimes people will tell me, they'd say, wow, I got these coins, they're older, but they don't look like they're in good condition. Well, it doesn't matter if they're in good condition or not because the value of what you paid for them is based on the silver content. Yeah. But to a collector, the coin you just showed me is actually worth more than the Franklin halves. So even though it's in less condition, it's actually worth more. And and that designs become so popular that they they later later did use the Lady Liberty design to make the Silver Eagle coin, which they still make to this day. Well, that's a good answer, right? Well, thank you, okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah, thank you, Andrew, for answering Chris's question. Okay, so people are starting to put questions in the chat. Thank you. I'm going to hold on to these though okay. for the rest of the. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Bless you, Ben. Good to see you. And I will see you in June for sure in Michigan. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, thanks, Chris. Um, so people are starting to put their questions in the chat. So I think this is a good time, Andrew, for us to start start doing our, our round robin <laughs> round of questions that we always do. Okay, so Amber McCoy is asking, what should we do if we don't necessarily have a lot of money to invest in gold and silver? Are there additional steps you would suggest for us to take to give us a little cushion? Well, I think that if you're if you're working with, say, $5,000 or less in capital that you feel that you might be able to use for gold and silver, I yeah. would just focus on silver. Because um, when gold's at over $2,000 an ounce, you can't get enough of it to make a difference. And um, even if it's smaller denominations, I think you're better just going with the smallest denominations of, of silver. So the half dollars that, that Amanda was just holding in her hands, like, let's say that um, somebody came and said, hey, I'll wash your car right now for, um, for $25. Or you could actually pay them in those. If they understood the value of those, you can actually pay them using that. And um, I believe that there will be a barter system in place somewhere down the road where you would use that. So that's why it's more advantageous to have those over say hundred ounce silver bars. Exactly. Okay. So while we're talking here, put your questions in the chat because Andrew is willing to answer them. Um, oh, okay. So Illuminata Minani is asking, are you aware of, of the increase in fees in the depository? Have the depository increased in fees, Andrew? Um, I haven't noticed it, but I can't really speak on it um, with certainty. I will check. And um, by the way, thank you for your support. Um, that is an existing client of ours. But typically, the um, the way the fee structure worked is for retirement accounts, it would be $100 a year for um, for the entire account, for the regardless of the dollar amount. But for personal storage accounts, it was a half a percent of of the value of the account and um i'll check and see if they've gone up but if they have to me it's still the best deal in town because it includes insurance 
And uh, if you were to go and say, insure a, an expensive wedding ring or, or yeah. a family heirloom, those are very expensive to go out and insure. And to me, um, dollar for dollar, the depository is a lot less. Exactly. Okay. Renee, who's one of our moderators. Uh, hold on. Let me get Renee's question up here. She's one of our moderators and she says, hi, Amanda and Andrew, my friend sold her house and is temporarily renting. Where is the best place to put the money from the sale of the house? It's in California. So it's well over a million dollars. So we actually deal with this question all the time. And it's not just a question, like people literally will sell a rental property or a second or a third property. And once those funds get wired into your bank account and now you're staring at a seven figure balance, that's when you start thinking about all the bad things that could happen and all the different ways that you can lose it. So we'll have people call us and, and just go all into gold, like, um, like uh, whatever amount that they decide they want to invest, let's say take half of it, 500,000 and just put it into gold. And you're yeah. not necessarily trying to make money with it. I mean, if you do, that's great, but that's your secondary goal. Your primary goal would be just to preserve it and uh, keep it somewhere safe that's outside of the centralized banking system. And just one final point on that. If you opened up a storage account at the depository that we use in Delaware, and let's say that you are you have that 500,000 worth of gold stored there, and let's say the banks start failing like they did in 2008, 9, 10, and 11, you, you would not be affected by that in any way. So you, you would just be dealing with um, whatever cash you left in the banks. So I, I just think that that's a good option for people. Okay. Uh, Leticia Fernandez, what if I bought some silver bars? How hard will it be to use? Well, I believe Leticia is also a client of ours. And thank you so much for your support. And the bars inside of an IRA are a good choice. Okay. But, uh, Outside of an IRA, I would uh, I would recommend that you exchange the bars that you have in favor of the type of silver that Amanda was holding. Sure, your bars are probably more beautiful than those coins. Many of them are older. When you when you reach your hand into the bag, your hands uh, get a little dirty because they are old coins that used to circulate. But to me, owning the um, the ninety percent silver is the absolute best way to go. Even though silver bars look much more beautiful. Yeah. Well, it's a smaller denomination too, so it's easier to break up to to use on many different things. Exactly. You know? so, yeah. So, um, I think uh, um, the previous person that asked the question might have ten ounce or hundred ounce silver bars. Well, today a ten ounce bar is worth um, close to three thousand dollars. I mean, or no, three hundred dollars, and a hundred ounce bar is worth close to three thousand dollars. So. Um, that would be very hard to make change if you had to go out and barter with. So you, it you would definitely be. need those smaller denominations. Okay. Um, Didi is asking, hi, Andrew, what is the lowest amount you could start to buy silver? Or like would $100 start someone and how do we begin? Okay. So $100 is enough to do it with. It's just, um, it's under our minimum. And um, I really regret that we have to have a minimum. It's just we're doing so much business out there that we actually use a third party, uh, a third party um, shipping system where where most of the stuff isn't actually shipped from our office. And a lot of it's shipped right from the depository and yeah. they have minimums. So for someone with one hundred dollars, um, you absolutely um, should invest that into silver if you're thinking about it. I mean, I'd hate to miss out on the business, but I would recommend to someone that wants to make an investment under 2000 to go to a, a local coin shop in where you live. Um, we all have one there and some have been there longer than others. Um, go to the one that's been there the longest and uh, um, I'm sure that they'll do right by you. Kate Champagne is asking, should you buy bullion? I always say stay away from it. It um, really, uh, the bullion is the reportable type of, of so the government story. knows you have it basically is that exactly. is that what we get at yeah so okay back, uh, again when obama went became president they um, created something called the dodd frank act and uh, and in the in the dodd frank act is where the government started tracking the sales of of gold and silver bullion and they did this in the name of um of trying to trying to um crush illicit businesses that might be using gold and silver as a way to launder um, illicit funds. 
So, I mean, when it comes to that, we, we would all agree that, okay, that's good. But at yeah. the same time, they could see all of the purchases that regular people like us are making. And um, we would like to have some privacy. Okay, Dahlia Herrera is saying, I am concerned that if you buy silver or gold, the government can take it any time. I am thinking about New York Representative Menendez. All his gold bars had a serial number and were registered. Yeah, it's um, back in 1933, um, the U.S. government did actually recall all of the gold. So it actually, um, at that point, gold could be confiscated going back to 1933. I don't believe that that will ever happen again. I think that um, that the, the climate that we're in as far as the government, I think that they would rather tax what you have than take it from you, especially with social media where large crowds could, could be made to gather very, very quickly. People could be rioting in the streets. But I know that people that, um, that, do, that do bad things out there where, where they've actually um, created, where they've actually like broken a law and um, like a felony, they can have any type of gold or silver taken from them if, if uh, it's deemed that they bought it with illegal funds. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Joyce Cook is asking, what will be the effect on my lifetime annuity payments? Well, it, um, if the banks aren't around to be able to support that, that would be a big issue. It would be. Um, yeah. If you're really heavy on annuities, this would be a good time where where you find your financial advisor and, and just ask them, like, am I overexposed on my annuities? Do you feel that it would be beneficial for me to to uh, diversify into gold and silver? But be ready for them to say no, because typically they won't support you getting yeah. involved in physical gold and silver because it's taken away funds that they could be working with in regards to you with. And they know that those funds don't ever make it back to them. Exactly. I was, oh, here we go. This was a good one too. Neolog is asking, what percentage of total cash assets do you recommend holding in metals? At least 30%. And okay. um, for years and years and years before the financial crisis, they always said anywhere from five to 20%. But I feel that we're in different times right now. I think 30% is even conservative. So that means if you have just for an example, $10,000, $3,300 should be in gold and silver. Just yeah. an example. And and again, it's it's like a conversion of one currency into another. So if something happens in your life and you find that you, you have a, a shortage of cash because yeah. you made this investment, you could always sell some of it back to either us or somewhere else. And, um, and you can, you can cash it out that way. Abby Rose Day with her cute little doggy is asking, how high do you believe gold and silver will reach by the end of the year? That's a good question. It is. Um, I think that gold could easily hit $2,500 an ounce. It's um, If it doesn't, I won't be brokenhearted about it because it just gives me more time to add to what I have until it does. But really, if gold hits $2,500 an ounce, silver should be easily in the $30 to $40 range. Silver was at $49 an ounce in 2010. So it's currently at like half of that. And that's just because it's been so heavily manipulated. It's not been allowed to realize its true value. Everything else in the world is up more than it was back in 2010. But silver is actually worth half as much as it was back then. It seems like okay. a great deal. There's so many questions coming in, Andrew. Okay. Okay. Oh, Karen saying hi to Mr. Forbidden, but, or Mrs. Forbidden, but Cherry Mills is asking a question here. This is the one I wanted to click on. Do the Trump gold coins have any value? Well, um, the Trump gold coins are really just worth the, worth the price of gold. So if it's a one ounce coin, it's going to be worth just whatever the price of gold is, because there are no real Trump gold coins. So a person cannot be on a U.S. coin unless they've been dead for 10 years. There's only wow. been... Yeah, only been one exception, and that was Kennedy, which um, when he passed away, um, yeah. they put him on a coin like that same month. But uh, otherwise, um, the Trump, are, they're all privately made. Okay. What about gold back notes, KV1212 is asking? I don't like those at all because the gold back notes are, are oversold by many times. So um, I've heard that some of them are oversold by like 100 times over. 
that's yeah. that's like if I had a home that I wanted to sell and I sold it to a hundred different people for the full price with the idea that uh, that none of those hundred people could ever move into the house. So nobody truly owns it, but I've sold the same home 10 or a hundred times. It doesn't sound legal, but somehow uh, these gold back notes and the, and the silver back notes are legal. Okay, Christine Scutero, she says, I have a question. I am also a customer of yours, Andrew. I have gold and silver coins all being stored in the depository. I'm feeling prompted to have some silver at home. How do I go about that? Oh, yeah. So, hi, Christine. And I do recognize your name and, and thank you for all of your support. Uh, you would just uh, reach out to our office and, um, and I can have um, either Janelle or Bradley from our office um, send you a form. Where they can where they can actually have a, any amount that you want sent directly to you. So if it's in a personal storage account, the depository will will charge you shipping. So um, it's something like nineteen dollars to pack up the box plus whatever the shipping costs are. But it's worth it, and it'll get to you relatively quickly, and it's it's insured. Now, if it's in an IRA, and if it's out of a traditional IRA. That would be a taxable event, which is still okay if it's a yeah. smaller amount. Um, I think it's okay to take a little bit each year, and that way you're you're spreading your tax your tax risk. Yeah, your tax yeah, liability. Yeah. So I think it's I think it's good. Okay, Cindy Blair is asking, how much ninety percent silver can you purchase at once without being concerned about reporting? Is it unlimited versus reportable bullion? Um, it's actually unlimited. So we've had people buy millions of dollars worth of the 90% silver bags. Like literally yeah. the, the one that Chris brought over to you, that's a $500 face value bag, yeah. weighs 26 pounds. Um, we've had people that have bought like millions of dollars worth of those and stored them at the depository. Okay. It very, Not you know what? This is great because all our viewers get their questions answered as I'm, um, as I am uh, looking here because people are writing so many questions. Oh, this is a good question. I know what Andrew's going to say to this, but I'm going to put it up. What about the dinar? That's the Iraqi, right? Is that the, uh, the from Iraq, the dinar? What about the dinar, Andrew? Perlita so, wants to know. So um, for years and years and years, we've been waiting for silver to blast off and have its true value. Yeah, I think the people with the, the dinar have been waiting even longer. And, and it's not happened, you know. I, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of investing in the dinar. It. Uh, I'm really not. It, it's another fiat currency. I'd rather stick to the tangible assets. Okay, good advice. Um, Ozzy is asking: When you sell silver and gold, what does spot price mean, please? Okay, so the spot price is the actual price of one ounce of gold or one ounce of silver on any given day. But that, that is a great question, and, and it's something that I need to cover more often because when I say that gold is $2,030 an ounce, or if I say that silver is $24 an ounce, you can't buy gold or silver at the spot prices. There's always a premium above the spot price, and that's not a premium that I charge. It's not a premium that the other gold and silver outfits charge. It's just that is it's just built into the price. So last year, the premium, or actually two Novembers ago, in November 2022, it would cost you $36.50 to get one ounce of silver when the spot price was just $18.50 an ounce. So that's 100% premium. First time I've ever seen that happen. Okay. Uh, Tina Lewis is asking, what do I say to my financial planner to move my IRA to silver? I know he won't like this. <laughs> You, you just have to insist that you've already made the decision to do it and let yes. him know that you would like to uh, that you would like to liquidate the assets in it, wh whichever you've decided, if it's a dollar amount or if it's all of it, just let them know, liquidate my assets now and they have to do it. So they, sometimes they'll put up a fight. They'll say, OK, great, I've got to mail you a form and then you have to sign that form and send it back. And somehow that form never comes. And there's all kinds of stall tactics that they do because they really hate to see you take your funds out of uh, away from them, especially if it's going into gold and silver, because they know that those funds don't make it back into the brokerage house very easily. 
Okay. Hey, Fred. I like that name. Hey, Fred. Will the depository pay out in cash? That's what Hey, Fred is asking. Um, they they don't. So the way it works is that um, you're only storing in the depository. If you want yes. to sell something that's in the depository, you need either our company or another company like ours to facilitate that purchase. And um, we always have to do it either by wire transfer or by check. We, we have to we have to show that it's going somewhere. We, yes. So um, we have to. And uh, wire transfers, you know, you, you have a, or check either one, you have a tangible receipt for the purchase of it. Yes. 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 Um, so um, at least you have something that's going to show what you paid for it and what you sold it for. Okay. Valerie Smith, how does the average person barter with coin for goods? Well, we're not actually at that point yet. So um, so there's not a crystal clear answer to that. But if we were in a big enough emergency, like, like let's say um, the earthquake that they just had in Japan, um, depending on how close somebody might have been to that, you might be in a situation where you couldn't get to an ATM or you don't have any cash. And, yeah. and you might tell somebody like, hey, I, I, I need some food. And if they're not like, a, if they're not, you know, Christian and don't want to help you for it, they want to sell it to you, or then you have a way to pay for it. So yes. And, and, yeah. And, you know, the barter system has been around a long time, actually, you know, in other countries, uh, you know, biblically they bartered. Uh, and so, you know, the barter system is something that, that we have seen uh, in, at points in history. And uh, I think it would be, I think it would be really interesting um, I, how, how you would be able to do this. Like you would be able to have these smaller denominations and you would be able to get everyday things you need from these smaller denominations. Now you're buying a quantity of them but using them one is a time, one at a time, you know, sometimes instead of a large bar, it would be easier in a barter situation for you to get what you need. Exactly. And, and for people that, that, um, that go to the reawaken tour that, that have been to any of the tour stops or plan to go to even the one in Michigan, when, when you go into the tent and you see all the vendors in there, um, find the guy with the cowboy hat. His, his name is um, Everett Triplett and he's been a client of mine since um, I want to say going back about 15 years. And um, he's somebody that prides himself in doing as many transactions as he possibly can with silver. So he's gone into a local coffee shop and he's, he's paid for meals with silver. But what he, what he has to do is it's a lot harder for him because he educates people on what the silver is worth and why they need it. And then he convinces them to be able to transact using it. And um, all the time he's telling me about different transactions that he's actually done with silver. But there will be a time when there is an understood value and you don't have to be convinced that, that the, the value is there. People will already know and you'll be able to spend it like cash. Uh, Renee's asking if he's the super tall guy. He's tall, yes. He's very tall. tall. Slim with the uh, um, older gentleman with the cowboy hat. Okay. Here's a question. Now, Andrew, you might know what Tammy's talking about here. Uh, when you cash your silver and gold, where does the money go to an FFS credit card? Question mark. A lot of people have been asking about this. Is the money safe on this QFS card? Um, for me, um, I would stay away from that. It's uh, okay. I've had people reach out to me that have um, that have have. Um, They've responded to different social media about QFS. And then yes. somehow the people that see their comment start start contacting them, asking them to invest. And I've I've talked to about two or three clients of ours that have actually lost money by investing in QFS investments um, when they've been contacted unsolicited through mm, okay. uh, they made. I'd be very, very careful. Okay, Tammy's thanking you very much for the information. She's writing it in the chat. So Andrew, maybe you could just talk about in the last few minutes we have here, how can people, we have your information down below. When people go to bh-pm.com, what should they do? Let's give them a call to action. Oh yeah. So you just want to fill out the online form that's right there on the homepage. 
you'll see a red button that says uh, free consultation right below it. There's a form. Yeah, put in your name, email okay. address, phone number. The note section is very important. So it, let's say that you want to you want to invest in some 90% silver, like the kind that Amanda and Chris held up, then put that in there. If you have a 401k or an IRA that you would like to protect with physical gold and silver and have it be a non-taxable event, then enter that in there. Um, say that Amanda Grace sent you. Um, other things that we see in there are, um, I'm interested in having a personal storage account that at the depository that you use that's not in an IRA. You can put that in there. It, it's any question you have, no matter how basic, just put it in there. And I have different staff that are specialized in all these different things. So I will get you to the right person that can help you. And we usually respond within about 24 to 48 hours. Okay, uh, last question here, Andrew. Heather is asking, I bought $10,000 worth of 90% silver coins last year. Do I have to report that on my taxes? And if so, how? No, you don't have to. And um, and that's something that we should probably cover more because we do yeah. field a lot of calls from people and they're like, yes. hey, my, I told my tax guy that I bought 25,000 worth of 90% silver and um, he doesn't like he doesn't know what I'm talking about. It's, it's not anything that you ever report. The only- okay way that you have to report is if you've sold something back and you've received it's the capital gains. Yeah. yeah. Capital gains tax. Oh my goodness. I remember learning about that. The cubic production function function, which is a very long chart in finance and elastic and non-elastic goods in, in finance 101 <laughs> in college. Right. I remember all of this. Uh, so, but yes, Capital gains is on anything that you have that you sell and you make money off of that. Basically, it would be capital gains. But thank you, Andrew, for telling people that because a lot of people want to know when I buy it. Do I report it on my taxes? Do I not? What do I do? So we've cleared that up. Yep. You, do, you don't have to report it unless if you sell it for and make a profit, then it's your duty as a taxpaying American to, to report that. And um, I'm not sure that everybody does, but at least it's... Um, you know what you have to do if if and when that point comes. Okay. Well, Andrew, thank you for coming on and answering all of our viewers' questions. Andrew's very good about it. Comes on, doesn't matter what the field is kind of in the markets, whether it's it's gold and silver, stocks, real estate, he answers the questions. So we appreciate that. Oh, it's always my pleasure. And I hope to be back soon. And um, happy new year to everybody there. I know happy we're going to end year. up great. Everything's going to be just fine. It's just we're going to go through a rocky period and we need to protect ourselves. Yeah, yeah, that that is true. Turbulence. Yes. Yes, quite a bit of turbulence. So you could go to bh-pm.com and fill out the form and Andrew or one of his team members uh, will get in touch with you. So thank you, Andrew. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. See you soon. God bless. Okay. That was a great round of questions, guys. Great questions for Andrew. You know why? Because the other people watching learn from your questions. So that's why it's important for Andrew to come on and actually us to ask questions from you, the viewers, because you are the ones that are considering uh, what you should be doing, you know, with what you have been given. So that was a great round. And uh, so basically uh, we are going to uh, once again, before we end, put up the night of prayer. For those of you that didn't see it, we're going to put it back up Sunday, January 14th at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are having a night of prayer for the nation, for the Trump family, and God's will for this nation. Uh, and so we are going to be joined by many special guests, including Eric Trump, Alina Haba, we got Donna Clement, Robin Bullock, Clay Clark, Pastor Jackson Lawmeyer, and others that will be joining us. They are each going to come on to pray. Uh, and so... We're praying for a powerful, powerful night that ministers. This is the goal of this, is for there to be prayer and ministering. Um, I believe Roger Stone is joining us also. And so if you could share it, that would be great. But we'll be putting it on our social media all week. So mark your calendars. Okay, and we're going to put up one more thing here. I'm going to, we're going to put up a give a derm today. We'll put up give a derm. So give a derm, thank you, is the skincare line that I use and it is all natural. It is one of the best smelling skincare lines I have ever used. 
and it really is food for your face. It really makes a difference. This is what I use. We get emails asking, do you know we got emails? I'm not even kidding you. They were laughing and calling me from the office because they thought it was cute, telling me, Amanda, do you know we got emails asking now what makeup you use, what shampoo you use, what, but this is the skincare line I use, and you can use promo code ARC10. You can go to arcofgrace.org forward slash ministry partners. We have many other ministry partners too there. You could uh, go to and check out as well. So thank you everyone for joining us today. Um, looking very forward to Sunday. Uh, we do have other uh, broadcasts coming on this week, so we will be announcing them. And uh, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. And uh, I thank you to my husband, Chris, for taking my call and bringing in uh, the, pro the prop that we needed. So I thank him as well. And uh, God bless everyone. Keep the faith. We love you. Armor up according to Ephesians chapter 6. Psalm 91, I say it every single day. It takes two to three minutes. The word of God is living and active, and therefore we have to activate it and speak it. Uh, also, the Lord's Prayer. Jesus taught the disciples to pray that way. The order of that prayer is what is so important. I encourage you to go back and reread it and to say it. And Ephesians chapters 1 and 3 in the, believer, in the believer's authority, those scriptures that are in those chapters, I say every single day. Uh, and um, it, they are powerful. And since the Word of God, like I said, is living and active, we need to be speaking it more as believers, uh, as we walk out and run the race for the Lord that we are meant to run. So thank you everyone for joining us. God bless you. Keep the faith. We love you. And we'll be back on this week and we will definitely see you Sunday. Hello everyone. Amanda Grace here. So as many of you know, Dr. Mark Sherwood and Dr. Michelle Sherwood of the Functional Medical Institute are mine and Chris's doctors. And so I went to Dr. Sherwood with a problem that I was seeing, not only with, with what I was going through, but with what other women were going through concerning their metabolism, concerning energy, concerning their hormones. And so we put our heads together and we are very happy now to finally be able to present to you Rafa for women. Rafa means healer in Hebrew. So it is an ode to the Lord because he is our healer. He put things in the earth that help heal us. And so Rafa is a product that was created for that. It also helps by helping with a healthy metabolism and natural hormones, as well as it helps balance fatigue. It helps with weight gain, night sweats, mood swings, blood sugar issues, and more. It is all natural. And I find more and more people are going into the natural arena in order to find solutions to issues that they're going through. So if you'd like to learn more, you can go to www.arcofgrace.org forward slash ministry dash partners to learn more about Rafa today. God bless. Hey everyone, Amanda Grace here. If you are looking for advice on financial matters, if you think gold and silver might be right for you, go to bh-pm.com today. Andrew Sorcini of Beverly Hills Precious Metals, who has been on Ark of Grace many times and loves to answer our viewer questions, is here with his team to answer all of your gold and silver needs. Whether you want to buy gold and silver, whether you have questions to see if it's right for you, whether you are looking to roll over retirement accounts, go to bh-pm.com today and Andrew and his team will be more than happy to assist you with all of your needs. If you want to support an amazing patriot and be a blessing, go to MyPillow.com today and use promo code ARK, A-R-K, to save up to 66% or more off of all MyPillow products. They have pillows, of course, but they are so much more than pillows. They have sheets. They have slippers. They have bathrobes. They even have dog beds. And a fun fact for all of you, Noble, one of our pigs in our animal sanctuary, has indeed slept on a MyPillow dog bed. So if you want to be a blessing, you can go to MyPillow.com today and use promo code ARC.
It is an alternative to big pharma based on quantum physics, over 40 scripture verses written into these patches for everything from blood sugar, anxiety, pain, neuropathy, to immune system boost, dog pain. They are very sincere about um, having alternatives to big pharma. We are a big advocate of natural solutions to help with pain and, and, and blood sugar and a host of other issues. I tried the pain patches and, and they worked when I used them. When you connect it to your body, the skin patch changes changes your brainwaves. Sugar, this one is neuropathy. I actually have it on. And we use this on Toby, actually, because Toby's about eight years old. And from being paralyzed years ago and the Lord miraculously healing him, he has a little leftover with his joints and his hips. So we actually give him the doggy pain patches. What was he doing? He was running? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I walked him out and wow, he's boom. And he got power. I said, no way. And I don't know. I said, Amanda, what? What did you do to him? To Toby? <laughs> <laughs> so it's good.